0: In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew.
1: Correct, Mundo. it's time, In the Lab time. I'm Drew, that's John. John, give me some reasons for optimism. Let's not waste any time. Reasons for optimism this week against the Titans atop the AFC South. How do you beat these guys? Because, hey, you were in this position the first time you played them last year. You went into Tennessee, and you got a victory. How does that happen this Sunday?
0: Well, I think first and foremost, I'm going to repeat myself from last week. Okay. Just take out Josh Jacobs' name Mm -hmm. and put in Derrick Henry. That's all you have to do. Stop him. Now sounds easy, right? Right. I mean uh, hey, st- just stop Josh Jacobs, just stop their country. Not that easy with uh with this run defense playing the way that it has. Losing Malik Collins was was uh, a massive blow. Uh not having John Grenard out on the edge allowed the Raiders to do some things in the run game that that shouldn't shouldn't have happened. And it wasn't as if, you know, when I watched the take the 49ers for instance, they do some pretty unique things running the ball. The Eagles have, and we'll see the Eagles here in a little bit, but the Eagles have a lot of zone read-type things built in. They run some split zone. The Raiders ran pin and pull toss. They ran isolation, uh, and they ran a little bit of counter. Those are plays you learn uh, back in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, 34, 35 counter. I mean, we ran out of the affirmation. Uh, pin and pull toss. I mean, we, we, we called it scat right, scat left. Um, which is actually a nomenclature for West Coast pass protection, but that's what we call it, it's toss right, toss left. It's, they just you know, add in some pin and pull concepts because it makes the angles on blocking easier. The Texans didn't get off blocks. Um, they were not as violent as they needed to be against the run. So now here comes 22. And in the last four games that he has seen the, the, the Texans, he didn't play them in 2021, so he saw them twice in 2020 and just blew them up.
1: He had over 20% of his yardage, which was over 2,000 yards in 2020 against the Texans. So think about that math right there. 20% plus of 2,000 yards. Yep.
0: In in just two games. two games. And then in 2019, he had a little bit of a hamstring, and the first time we faced him, it held him under 100. But well, in 2019, when he's facing the you know JV squad, if you will, because it was Week 17, it was Week Texas 17, Texans clinched,
1: couldn't go up or down. It was
0: an AJ McCarron joint, and the Texans hung in there. McCarron had them in the game a little bit. I think it was 21-17 at one point. But Henry went off. He had a 50-yard run, touchdown run that clinched the rushing title, clinched the, clinched the playoff spot for them. So the last three times he's seen the Texans, he's done basically what he's wanted to. And after you watch Josh Jacobs, and you think, okay, now it's Derrick Henry, oh. The Titans will do it a little differently. Probably going to be a little bit more duo uh, where Henry can, can read things on his own. It might be a little bit more zone with split zone. There might be some different ways that the Titans are going to attack in the run game than the Raiders did. But the Texans right now are really struggling with all facets of it. I mean, Khalil Herbert, I will say on Monday Night Football, Drew, watching the Patriots struggle with Khalil Herbert, I'm like, hey, all right, maybe the Bears are a little bit better running the ball than we thought. I thought they were good, but man, maybe they're beyond good. Maybe yeah. it's really, really good. So they face some good running backs too. I mean, look, Javante Williams, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Herbert stepping in for David Montgomery. You face, um, you know, you didn't give up a lot of rushing yards to Austin Ackler. You just gave up the receiving yards, which was a killer. Um, then you faced uh, the Twins down, which I guess they're solo now. But you had James Robinson and Travis Etienne. And then you face, coming out of the bye, you face Josh Jacobs. You face some of the better running backs in the league, but there's no excuse. I could see if he just broke tackles all day yeah. if you had guys in position, but you didn't really have guys in position all day. So stop Derek Henry, please. I don't care what you got to do. Trip him, snatch him. I, I don't know. Make googly eye faces at him. I don't know. Wear a Halloween costume, uh-huh. lasso him, rope. I don't care.
1: Are you going to wear a Halloween costume? No. Not at all? Mm mm. Okay.
0: No. You? Yep. I mean, you have kids, so.
1: I'm going to be Maverick. My wife is going to be Penny Benjamin.
0: Nice. And The
1: kids are going to be all the different, all the different uh, From young, Maverick. young young flight young young F eighteen pilots. So there you go. Yeah. Um, hey, off topic. Okay. How about that entertainment at Allegiant Stadium Ooh. on Sunday? Now, to give you an idea of things, they like that. Eternal Flame in yeah. the end zone with Apollo Creed. Yes. The original Apollo Creed.
0: Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah. That
1: was cool. I like that.
0: Yeah, because he's a former Raider. That was mm-hmm. awesome. I still haven't told my son about that. I forgot about that. When his when they showed his face up on the screen, I was standing next to Anthony Simmons, who's used to play linebacker. He's from uh, North Carolina. And he was the uniform czar. You okay. Know, every every game, there's a guy that you know, records like uniform violations and all that and so he's that guy, and usually it's a former player. And so I was standing next to him, and I have my headphones on, so I'm listening to Mark and Andre. And I look up and I see Carl Weathers' picture, and I just went, "Oh!" <gasps> and so I must have done it loud enough. He turned around, he's like, "What?" And I pointed, I was like, "Creed." <laughs> and he went, "What?" And I was like, "Apollo Creed." And then they started showing Apollo Creed. You know, like snapshots from from Rocky. He turned and, turn and looked at me. And went, oh, "That's ball. I was like, yeah, "That's what I just told you. So yeah, that was cool.
1: And then JoJo sings a national yeah. anthem. Now, some of you out, out there going, "Huh, who? But up in the press box, it's an open air press box, so there's no glass. No, if if it's if it's closed air, meaning there's glass up, it's like you're in a library during the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, and you can kind of hear the rumble of the crowd. But this was an open air crowd, so it was loud. It was, it was very, a loud yeah. press box. Very. But JoJo, who had a hit like around 0-4, with something like "Get out, leave right now." It sounded like a cat, like like in between <laughs> with some. Of their, but it was a big hit back then. Yeah. I, it kind of stuck with you. But she sang the national anthem, and she sang it very well. It was beautiful rendition. Yeah. She sang the national anthem, and then uh, Little John was there. They. Interviewed yeah. him in a timeout. Yeah, he hit him with he hit the crowd with a good yeah yeah. Yeah, so we love little John because he had the turn down for Watts song that, you know, kind of was adopted here. Right, of course the glory days, and then at the half, Iggy Azalea just yeah. did like a three four song medley. And I was like whoa 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 whoa. is this really Ig-? and it was it was Iggy Azalea doing her her thing. So that was uh, was pretty pretty fun stuff on Sunday.
0: Yeah, it was. And then they've got that platform where like you said where the flame is. Yeah. That's where it's basically just a performers. I think the Raider House play, band y- plays there during yeah. between breaks. Yeah, and they had a woman of Rachel Platten. Okay, she did kind of the pregame. She did a couple of pregame songs mm-hmm. or songs in pregame. There was just there was music always going. Yeah, um, it was it was really. I didn't know what to expect. I really, I really I didn't liked know it. What I to expect. Really, I
1: left with a very favorable impression of that place. Yeah,
0: I walked out of there first of all. You don't – I mean, it's, it's Raiders crowd. You know, how's it going to be? I felt like that place was as loud as any crowd. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe louder. And it really didn't hit because for the first half, the Texans really kind of bobbed and wove its way through. There was really not an opportunity for the Raiders fans to kind of get really jacked. When Mac Hollins caught that touchdown, yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah. wow, this place is – this is loud. And then, of course, the touchdowns in the second half, that place went nuts. Mm-hmm. The pick six, holy smokes. Um, one of the interesting one of the interesting parts I thought of that game was it happened with Iggy Azalea. So at halftime, to Sean Reed, who covers the Raiders for the Athletic, oh, this is great. He tweets out the combination of Allegiant Stadium trying to make barbecue and Iggy Azalea performing at halftime is going to make me depressed. So. Iggy Azalea sees this mm-hmm. and tweets, if you think you're depressed now, I'll spare you the tears. You'd cry knowing what my paycheck was to come and jiggle a little backside. But she used the she word did backside. before she went out there? <laughs> no, she did it the next day oh. <laughs> because she didn't see the tweet until then. Got it. Yeah, because so I saw that tweet. I missed, I missed her halftime performance because I went in. I interviewed Lovey, then I went in, and I had to get all ready for the second half. And so I missed it. When I came back out, there were about three and a half, four minutes left. So I caught like the tail end of the performance, the pun intended. And I looked up and I was like, "Whoa, she's right!" You know, she's right there. But I, the scoreboard was right in front of me as I was walking. So I just kind of walked and looking, and I was like, "Here's the other thing that stood out: a lot of the crowd was still in seat." Yeah. They really didn't go for halftime snacks or whatever. A lot of the crowd was still in the seat, just didn't join a concert at halftime. I thought that was really cool because how many places do you go where the fans take off? They're at the, I mean, my famous Every story. Place. Every place. My famous story is my wife at halftime of the first game she came to, 2014, against Buffalo. What's the one thing you remember about 2014 against Buffalo? JJ. 80-yard interception, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it was. She was standing in line. Ugh. Because for halftime, she didn't know. She had been to my games, my high school games. Those high school halftimes are like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Colleges are 20. It feels like an eternity. It's 12. It's 12. It's enough to get inside, go to the bathroom, maybe get a drink, say something, come back out, and you got to get ready for the second half. And so to see all of them in their seats, I, I thought was really impressive um, to see Iggy Azalea, too. So from a performance, everything, the stadium was very well laid out. SoFi is terribly laid out. I couldn't. I mean, so far you couldn't figure out where you were going anywhere. Like, where's this? Where's and then, of course, the people there were of no help. The people, the the security people. I think it was uh, S A F E, safe. I think that was their security crew. The best people I have dealt with.
1: Well, it makes sense. Super cool. Vegas super is super nice. Yes. Customer service. Yes. Entertainment uh, hub. They right.
0: were fantastic, and I've I've said that to a couple of people, and they said exactly what you said. Yeah. That that. If they weren't, it would be – but super cool, Now, super nice.
1: I saw this also um, about the barbecue. Yeah, I didn't know about the barbecue. There was barbecue in the press box. I think you need to have a level of expectation going in. Yeah. Now, when you go to a press box, are you going to eat the finest southern barbecue or or finest Kansas City bar or the finest North – it's it's a catering company that made it. Right. So it's funny that he said that and he lumped – a shot at Iggy Azalea. Yeah, because I I got a plate of barbecue and went back to my uh, press box seat and I did a little since I'd never been to this stadium before. Yeah. I did a little video and I started kind of on my name card. Yeah, yeah. But you saw my plate of food very briefly, like less than a second. And I kind of pan up and you see the view, the press box view. Yeah. Somebody responded to me on Twitter and said, "Is that an attempt at barbecue?" And so I responded back with like the you know laughing crying yeah, yeah, yeah. emoji. And I said, yeah. "Take it easy, man. It was fine." Which he responded back with, "Yeah, I bet it probably was. I, I'm sure I would have gotten seconds myself." <laughs> so like, listen, was the barbecue the best ever? No, it was fine. Yeah. it was good. I mean, I, I I just don't understand like the need to take shots and
0: I yeah, I I'm be with a you food snob about things. I'm with like, you. I mean, now look, if it's if it's terrible terrible and people end up getting sick with food poisoning, I mean that's one thing, but you're talking about and and I thought that I appreciated them. Hey, look, a bunch of Texans. Let's you know feed them what they're used to, I guess. So they went with barbecue. It was so good, yeah. I happened to I happened to see it, but I was only I was up in the press box at like I don't know it was like 945, 10 o'clock, and I'm like I just can't do that like that early. Yeah, and I wasn't sure whether I was going to get. back. I didn't get back up there, so I saw it in in the area that we were, and I was like, it looked it looked good to me. It was but good. either way taking shots I, I and especially halftime entertainment like I get it and he didn't quote tweet or anything so he's just thinking he's like just throwing it out there and somehow she just happened to see it or saw, somebody alerted her to it I don't know I saw it on my Twitter timeline because a, a a magazine I don't remember what the magazine was had picked it up and made like a graphic for it and put it out as a tweet oh, and had wow. something to do and I, I can't find that one but it showed his picture in a little <laughs> inset down on the bottom, and then it showed her, and it had, you know, the the kind of story, the headline or whatever, and I, thought, I, thought, I was like, oh, man. So people were tweeting that out saying, yo, Tashaun, check it out. So people were having some fun with it, and I'm sure he did. I mean, he got mentioned by Iggy Azalea, but I was really impressed just with the overall. It was awesome. Overall aspect of everything with Las Vegas. When we went to L.A., I was so completely disappointed because – there was nobody in the stadium that knew anything. They couldn't direct you to the right location. They couldn't get you in the right spot.
1: To be fair, it was August in preseason. It's Everybody, true. Everybody's rusty in the preseason. It was.
0: It was their second game, though, at home in the preseason, yeah, which August. is the other thing. But um, that was frustrating. Now, the building itself, the, the video ring was really cool. And so far, I just loved everything about the way this Las Vegas one was set up. The, yeah. the win in the end zone, which totally would have been to your glory. left. Holy smokes, that thing was jam-packed. I mean, that was a nightclub out of football arena. Andre Johnson arena. was there? Yeah, Andre was in there. There were a bunch of Texans fans in there. It was That was really cool. They had a bunch of horseshoe seating arrangements.
1: Yeah, like horseshoe booths. Yeah, or, horseshoe booths yeah. that you could
0: sit in. Just when you looked at it from the press box, like, man, that looks cool. It did look cool. And it looked like it was a really fun time for people in there. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. And there were a bunch of Texans fans, too. They wanted to experience it. And not just Texans fans, but just people that were associ- or that are associated with the organizations i mean yeah. i so every single trip we have people in our corporate development group that go on the trip because we have sponsors and um, some season ticket members that go on the trip and so i had said to them back a couple weeks ago i said because they kind of rotate and they said uh so you guys go on every trip and they're like oh no we're not going to jacksonville but all the head hot shows went to Las Vegas yeah. for sure. They were all on that. The tr- big guns were all <laughs> the there. The big guns are yeah. all there in Las Vegas <laughs> for sure. Yeah,
1: there was uh, some duking it out for that one. Yeah,
0: I yeah, should. yeah. No yeah. doubt.
1: So to wrap things up, we are in the lab is pro Iggy Azalea, pro catering barbecue when that's the option. You know, like, obviously we've got other favorites. Yes, yes. But it was fine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, i would never seen Iggy Azalea perform live. Now I have. Hey, I'm a, I'm a fan, Iggy. I like you. Yeah. Hopefully she'll tweet it out. <laughs> yeah. All right, this has been In The Lab.